Hello all, welcome or welcome back to In Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. Today's episode is going to be about this mindset. It's going to be called the YOLO mindset. And for all of you that may not know, YOLO stands for you only live once. And it's oftentimes a mindset people say, or just a little phrase people say when they're about to do something spontaneous, out of the blue, and it's used as a way to justify those actions. And I wanted to talk about having this mindset because I feel like some people view it as a really good mindset to have, and some people view it as something negative. And I honestly think it's more in that gray area, and it's a mixture of positives and negatives. So I just want to talk about that with you guys. But before I officially talk about that, I have a few things I want to say. Number one, I am so excited for the Midnight's album. Midnight's by Taylor Swift album's coming out, I think, the 21st or the 22nd. I forget. I'm pretty sure the 21st. But when Taylor Swift, when she said she was doing a song with Lana Del Rey, it said Snow on the Beach featuring, and then there was a pause, and I was like, oh my god, Lana Del Rey. Oh my god, I'm literally so excited. Like, I've been waiting for this. I, this is just going to be the collaboration of a lifetime, and you have two of the best female artists, in my opinion, working together, and I just know... Like, I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I'm trying not to raise my expectations too much, but I just know this song is about to be so good. The whole album's gonna be amazing. And another thing, this is so random, but I always love telling, like, the most random life updates on here. But I just started watching the show Breaking Bad, and, like, I know I'm kind of late to the trend. Like, the show came out in 2013, And I was a little skeptical, I was a little nervous to watch it because I don't like a lot of gore and violence, but I mean, it is so good, it is amazing, and to think this guy's like a high school chemistry teacher, and I was thinking like, my high school chemistry teacher, like that's just so weird to think about, you know? It's like a teacher with an alternate life, and I just thought that was really interesting aspect of the show, but yeah, I am really obsessed with the show. I'm on episode three right now. I actually think immediately after I'm finished with this episode, straight down to the TV to watch episode three. So yeah, I think I'm out of the funk. It wasn't really a funk. I just wanted to take a break from making episodes that were kind of serious or about more life issues. I just wanted to discuss things that were more interesting, less heavy to talk about, but now I'm ready to get back into those types of episodes because I just need to get back into doing those episodes. And I think for me, they're more enjoyable to talk about because there's just a lot more things I can say about the subject. So today we're talking about the YOLO mindset, you only live once, and what it all means, the spectrum of this kind of YOLO mindset because, you know, you have the people at the end of the spectrum that view it as a really positive thing, people that think it's a really negative thing, but I think it's just that gray area. So, I just want to talk about this mindset. In life, all the decisions that you make are one giant risk. You never know 
what the outcome of your decision is going to be. So even if it's a really small thing, like getting in your car to drive to the grocery store, that's a risk in itself. You don't know if your car is going to crash or break down on the side of the road. You don't know what's going to happen. You're taking that risk getting in your car. You take a risk every day that you go to school or in public. I mean, sadly, you never know what's going to happen. And even though those are really dark things to kind of talk about, my point here is that life is just one risk. You never know what's going to happen. Every decision you make has risk to it. And I feel like we can often get trapped in this sort of mundane everyday cycle and it just makes our life very repetitive. It's like you wake up, at least for me, wake up, get dressed, go to school, do homework, watch TV, go to sleep, and you do it all over again. And That can become very repetitive and very boring, which I feel like is why a lot of people are dissatisfied with their lives because it's just very repetitive. So I think that's the sign when you need to add some more risk to your life. And risk doesn't mean going cliff diving or jumping out of an airplane. Risk means doing small things that go a little out of your comfort zone that are kind of associated with this YOLO mindset. And taking risks are important to vary your lifestyle, to make your life more interesting, more colorful. I think life is always more enjoyable when it's spontaneous. And I really want to be careful throughout this episode when I'm throwing around this word spontaneous because a lot of things are spontaneous, but spontaneous isn't always a good thing. You know, some things need planning, some things should not be in this YOLO mindset kind of bubble. The YOLO mindset, you only live once, shouldn't apply to certain things. Spontaneity is not something that should be done with certain types of actions. I think you should always ask yourself when you are taking a risk or making some decision, what's the worst that can happen? Because sometimes the worst that can happen is really bad. Sometimes the worst that can happen is going to get you in trouble or someone else in trouble or it's going to get you injured or really badly hurt. And that's a sign, you know what? This is not where, this is not the you only live once thing because the worst that can happen is really bad. So let me step back. But if you ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen and what happens isn't really a bad thing, what happens is very minor, then that's a time, okay, let's take a risk. Let's go out of my comfort zone, go out of my everyday routine, and let's do something different. And I think that's when the YOLO mindset kind of works and it applies itself. I think this mindset of you only live once is about doing things that seem high risk to you, doing things that go out of your comfort zone, but they're actually low risk to the average person. So maybe... Maybe you don't like saying hi to people you know in public or you don't like carrying conversations with people you're not very close with in public or maybe in school and kind of talking to myself here, but that's kind of a high risk situation to you. You don't like to engage in conversation with other people that aren't your friends. Wow, I'm just really exposing myself right now, but that's not really anything that's going to be very risky for the average person. That's just specific to you. So by recognizing this, you can say, okay, 
this YOLO mindset, you only live once, I'm going to go up to this person, have a conversation with them, go out of my comfort zone. That's where that mindset should be applied. You're varying your life. You're adding a little risk to it. You're being spontaneous, but it's not a bad thing. Nothing bad is going to happen by engaging in a conversation with someone that goes a little outside of your comfort zone. It's a low risk situation for the average person, just high risk to you because of who you are and your personality. YOLO is not about doing things that are high risk to everyone. So maybe, I don't know, what are some what are some things you would do that are high risk to everyone that like you shouldn't do? I don't know, but I have some more examples to bring up. But you just want to ask yourself that, you know, is this high risk to me, but low risk to everyone else? That's when you say, you know what, I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm just going to do it without thinking because nothing bad is going to happen. The worst that can happen isn't even bad. You know, if you're thinking about this situation of approaching someone outside of school or work or whatever and striking up a conversation with them and you ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is they won't recognize you, which would be embarrassing, but it's nothing that's going to affect you or have a detrimental effect on you for a long time. So just asking yourself that kind of helps determine where should I be spontaneous and where should I not be spontaneous. But one of the positives of this YOLO mindset, this you only live once, and I know I've literally said the word or not word, I guess, but phrase or abbreviation YOLO like so many times throughout this episode. And I feel like I'm going to start cringing when I listen to this episode or just listen to clips of it, but I don't know what else to say, so we're going with YOLO. But this mindset, you only live once, it's just enough of a push to get you to do something, and it's helpful because it puts an end to our indecisiveness. If you're indecisive like me and you take a long time to just decide basic things, YOLO just helps you say, you know what, I'm done thinking, I'm done questioning this, I'm just going to do it because all this thinking isn't good for me. (laughs) So in that way, it's a positive thing. In that way, the the spontaneity is good. And speaking of spontaneous things that are good, I think when I'm thinking about spontaneous things that are good, I'm thinking little to no harm done and the situation can be reversed or it really doesn't matter in the end. And these are these high risk things to yourself, but low risk to the average person. They wouldn't really have a detrimental effect on just a regular person. So I think some of these things that can vary our life and, you know, push us out of our comfort zone, push us out of our everyday routines, things like dyeing your hair. Dyeing your hair only affects you. And of course, you can dye it back. And there is really no risk to dyeing your hair. I honestly have always wanted to dye my hair. Not always wanted to. Why did I just lie? I just said I always wanted to. That's not even true. But I've recently been thinking about what if I dyed my hair like a dark red? Because I just think people that have red hair, not, sorry, no offense to gingers, not red hair like redheads, but red hair, like the actual fire engine red. I was thinking about what if I dyed my hair to a dark red. I just think it would be so pretty and I love that color so much. I think it's like my favorite shade of red. Red is my favorite color. So I was like, what if I dyed my hair red? I don't think I would because I'm not that, like I'm, that's a little too far out of my comfort zone. But what if I did? 
that's a spontaneous thing to do and there's no harm done. It only affects me. The same thing goes for getting a piercing, piercing your nose or piercing your ear or piercing God knows what, but that can be reversed. Take the piercing out, you're done. The worst thing is you get an infection, which sucks, but you're not hurting anyone else. It's going out of your comfort zone. You're doing something fun. You're being spontaneous, but it's low risk to a regular person and it's not going to have a bad effect in the long run. Going on an outing with friends, just deciding, you know what? And this is not me being a bad influence and not me saying to do this, but you know what? Saying we're not going to school today. We're going somewhere else. We're having an adventure. We're going on a road trip. Or you know what? I'm calling off work and we're doing something fun. Just something spontaneous, a short little event that ranges from like an hour to a few hours, kind of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. When I think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the whole movie embodies this YOLO mindset. The whole movie is about, you know what, we're going to have fun, we're going to be spontaneous, and there's no risk involved, except when he stole, or his friend stole his dad's car and crashed it. But you know what? I don't think I would be dumb enough to do that. So that whole movie just kind of embodies this YOLO mindset, and I think that's why I really love it, because the characters, they don't have a worry in the world. It's just, it's the movie of being a teenager. Like, when I think of being a teenager, I think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I love that movie. Starting a new project. Spontaneous things don't always have to be, like, spur of, well, actually, that is spontaneous, but spontaneous things don't always have to be really big things or things that are really big decisions. They can be fun things that take a lot of time that aren't quick things like getting a piercing or dyeing your hair. Starting a new project, like when I started my podcast, I just said, you know what, YOLO, I'm just going to do it and we'll see if it works out in the long run, but there's no risk involved by starting something new. Maybe you decide to take up drawing or painting or you decide to learn a new instrument or you decide to learn a new language those types of things are spontaneous and they have no risk involved and they just give you something to look forward to add a little variation to your life i have mentioned in i think it was a collection of thoughts part two how important it is to learn a new language i think that if every person was bilingual we would have a much more productive, innovative society. And I wish I was bilingual. I mean, I know German, but I'm not fluent in German. But I think being bilingual is just so cool. So even starting a new project, like learning a language, the worst that can happen is you just don't feel like doing it anymore. But there's no risk in that. There's only benefits that could happen. Another thing, this is specific to what I have done in my past or what I did today. I don't know why I'm saying in the past. I literally did this this morning. Going on a zip line, doing a flip on a trampoline. Flipping on a trampoline is so specific, but it's so fun and spontaneous and nothing bad is going to happen unless you like land on your neck, which I don't think people would do. But if you do, you didn't hear it from me. But going on a zip line, I went to this pumpkin farm today with my family and I went on this zip line and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be spontaneous, jump off the zip line and have hold on with no hands. Obviously, 
I'm not going to fall to my death if I don't hold on to the zip line. So I went, I did it. It was spontaneous. It was a little bit risky, but nothing bad was going to happen. And I can safely say that it added some variation to my life. It gave me a little thrill. And that little adrenaline rush, I think, is really important. And I'm not saying, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm saying, oh, go do random things that are going to get you in trouble. But it's just, you need that adrenaline rush, you know? You need to do things that vary your everyday routines. All of these things, being spontaneous, brings excitement to your life. And we need that, you know? We can't just keep doing the same things every day. Humans are not made to do that. That makes you restless. So those are some ideas. Not ideas like, okay, new bucket list, but just some things, examples of times when it's good to be spontaneous, times when that has no risk. These actions have no risk. But there are times when the YOLO mindset, you only live once, let's just do whatever we want, are bad because there's harm done and the decisions are very difficult to reverse. I think the biggest thing that you shouldn't apply a YOLO mindset to, you shouldn't say, you know what, I'm going to do it without thinking, are things involving large amounts of money. And I'm not talking about, oh, going to get ice cream and paying $3 for it or $6 in this day and age. I'm talking about making a big purchase. Maybe that's buying something designer or whatever a big purchase is to you. I feel like a big purchase to me as a teenager who has a minimum wage job would be buying a pair of shoes because, you know, shoes can be anywhere from 80 to $200. I mean, I don't know if I would ever get $200 shoes, but I'm not a big shoe person. But I do want Doc Martens and I do want the Adidas Samba shoes. I think I, I think I talked about that in my last episode. But anyways, I got off track. Things that are involving money or large amounts of money to your situation, those are not times when you should be spontaneous because oftentimes it's difficult to return what you bought. Or if you bought something like a house or a vacation, those things are non-refundable. Like you don't just say, okay, I'm done with my house. Here, take it back. Here's the receipt. Like you can't buy things that are thousands of dollars or that have large sums of money associated with them and just count on being able to return it because I feel like those types of purchases are reckless and playing with money like that is reckless. And sometimes I think I've struggled myself with buying things just very spontaneously without thinking if I really want them. And even though they may not have been big purchases like $1,000, even if they were $20, just using money impulsively and buying something without really making a decision, having your eye on it for a couple months, knowing that's what you actually want, just buying it, it's a really bad habit. And it's also very stressful. You know, you get that buyer's remorse. I have major buyer's remorse from all the times when I was younger. And then when I say younger, I mean two years ago, when I would buy things without really thinking, you know, do I actually want this? And then I would have to return it. And then now whenever I buy something that's more than like, $15, my stomach starts hurting. 
And long story short, just don't use money impulsively. The YOLO mindset does not apply to money. It doesn't apply to booking a flight or a trip somewhere because those things require planning. They require dedication, thoughtfulness. You really need to think about those things. This is going to sound so funny, but like getting married. I don't know why every TV show I watch, every book I read, some couples always getting eloped somewhere. Like, what are you doing? That's, I mean, personally, maybe I'll change my mind on this when I'm older, but that's not a good thing to be spontaneous about. You know, marriage, doing, booking a flight, buying a house, like, you need to make those decisions with reason, and you need to really be sure about them, because those are big decisions, and they're not easy to reverse. Things in a car, a moving vehicle, I have had some car trouble before, and just don't be spontaneous in a car. Don't try to go into the other lane on the left side of the road, if you live in the U.S., on the left side of the road when you're not supposed to be on the when you're not supposed to be on the left side. You know what I mean? Just don't do that kind of thing. Don't do it. I was driving with my friend and I don't know if I've said this before, but we go to this building that has all of the schools in my dis all of the high schools in my district and we were driving there from my school and there's this car and I'm pretty sure the car was also from my school. So it was like a high school student. But still, it's no excuse. I mean, they must have been going 80 miles an hour and they were swerving in and out of lanes. They were driving on the left side of the road. And when you live in the U.S., basically roads are divided into two sections most of the time, unless it's a one-way road. And on the right side of the road, when you're going forward, you drive on the right and like you're always on the right side of the road going forward. I don't really know how to explain that. Like you're in the car driving, you're never on the left side of the road. If you're on the like it I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, that didn't even make any sense. I just wasted a minute trying to describe that. But anyways, he was driving on the left side of the road, swerving across four lanes of traffic. Luckily, there were no oncoming vehicles and I mean I was the only other vehicle on the road with the car, but I was like, are they drunk or something? Are high? Like, what is going on here? Don't do spontaneous things in a car. Don't be like Ferris and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and steal your friend's dad's car and start driving in places and give it to sketchy people who take the car. Like, don't do that, you know? Don't be spontaneous like that. Those are not things where you should apply the YOLO mindset. And then back to the spending thing, and just in general, all those things I mentioned, those types of decisions need planning, and they need actual decision-making. Overall, I would say that life needs an equal balance of planning and spontaneity. You don't want to have this life where every plan or every action you do is so rigid and planned out and you have your routine planned out to the second, but you also don't want to be the type of person who has no plans whatsoever, who's just wandering around without any idea of what's going to be happening ever. You need that perfect mixture. You need to find that happy medium. I feel like everyone falls somewhere on that spectrum, but having that 50-50 is best because if you don't have a plan in life, 
And I don't want to get all deep here. Like you need to have a plan for the rest of your life. But if you don't have a plan for where you're going to live or you don't have a plan for how you're going to make money, those are types of things where you need actual decision making. You can't be spontaneous with that. You need to have a plan in line. But also, you can't have everywhere you're going to live, everywhere you're going to go to school, every job you're going to have, company you're going to apply to, person you're going to meet and marry. There's no way to plan all of that. You can't have that plan because, again, you can't be constrained by this schedule. I feel like humans need a balance of restrainment, but they also need a balance of flexibility, being able to change your mind. And having that power to change your mind, but also not being like, okay, now I have no idea what I'm doing, no plan whatsoever, no, like, I have no idea. You just need that balance, that 50-50. Also, I feel like this podcast episode is so chaotic. Like, I, I don't know why, but it just feels unorganized to me. So, this episode is very chaotic. I'm not sure why. But I don't, I hope I don't sound like weird. I don't even know sometimes what I'm saying. Like I literally, I watched Emma Chamberlain or not watched, I listened to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. And she was talking about how when she makes episodes, she just blanks out. She doesn't even know what she's saying until she's done recording. That is literally me. I literally don't even know what I've talked about for this past 20 minutes. Like I know the idea, a few concepts I've talked about, but I just, like, this is an example. I, actually, this is a perfect example. Okay, this is me being spontaneous, bringing in things I wasn't planning on talking about into the episode, such as what I'm saying right now, but also I have a plan for the episode. I have bullet points, things I want to discuss, so it's that nice mixture, and sometimes when I don't have enough bullet points of what I want to talk about, I start rambling like I am right now, but Also, if I knew every single thing I wanted to talk about, like I had a script, like everything I wanted to say, it would be obvious and it wouldn't be authentic. It would be like me talking to the wall. And personally, when I make my podcast episodes, I like it to be like we're having a conversation, even though you can't reply. But I like it to be very laid back and like this is what you would say if you were talking to someone. Very conversational. That's the word I wanted to use conversational but I don't even know what point I wanted to make oh yeah I was talking about how Emma Chamberlain also does the same thing yeah I just completely blank out on what I'm saying and then sometimes I'll listen back on the episode and be like oh my god what was I even saying here and then I'll be like let me delete that because I literally don't even know what I'm talking about and maybe I will think that for this episode who knows who knows As I was saying, let's get back to the YOLO mindset. 90% of the decisions you make and things you do are not going to impact your life 10 years from now. I think I've talked about this specific mindset on this podcast like a dozen times. Whenever I'm doing something, I always say, you know what? I got a bad grade on a test. Is this going to affect my life 10 years from now? Will I remember this 10 years from now? Will this matter to me 10 years from now? 
you know, I got in a fight with a friend, it sucks now, but is it going to matter 10 years from now? No, most of these things aren't going to matter 10 years from now. You guys know this mindset is critical and it's something that I try to ask myself and I think it's really helped me in terms of academics specifically because I'm very worried about my grades and sometimes I couple grades or I associate my grades with my self-worth, but asking yourself this question is very helpful. So while that whole thing is true, this whole, you know, are these decisions really going to matter 10 years from now? No, probably not. That's true, but you have to ask yourself, like at one point you have to ask yourself, what's the level of embarrassment or hurt the situation will cause your present life? Because even if it doesn't affect your later life, it's not going to have any effect on that, it's still going to hurt you in the present. And you don't want to be constantly embarrassed or constantly hurt by other people or hurting other people or just making all these mistakes. Actually, let me rephrase that. Making careless mistakes because making mistakes is an important part of growing, but making careless mistakes that you didn't need to make that weren't necessary to this growing process. You want to avoid that because while doing something that may be embarrassing isn't going to impact your life 10 years from now, it really may have a large impact on your current life and you don't want to worsen your situation for yourself. I think the biggest example of what I'm talking about, and when I say embarrassing, I don't mean like, oh, I'm so embarrassed to wear this shirt. I mean doing things that are embarrassing if they go south. And this is the biggest thing, the biggest example, I think. Telling someone you like them romantically. I'm sorry, this is maybe just be me, but I think this is a high-risk situation for the average person because telling someone you like them, and maybe you're like, okay, adults don't do that. You ask someone out, whatever. But as a teenager, as coming from a teenage perspective, telling someone that you like them romantically is extremely embarrassing if that person doesn't like you back. And it's just very daunting because as a teenager, you have this bubble of your home life and your school life and your work life and that's it. And the people you know, you've known for your whole life and you will know until you graduate high school. So if something goes south, when you tell someone you like them romantically, then you're still going to see that person and you're still going to cross paths with them, which I think is why I will never do that. I mean, maybe I will when I become a much braver version of myself, but as of right now, I would never do something like that because the fear of embarrassment and the risk in that situation has a large chance of hurting my present life. And you know, 10 years from now, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, remember when I told so-and-so I liked them? Like, yeah, that's not going to affect my later life. But in my present life, I really don't want to deal with that embarrassment. And I feel like you have to also question this when you're about to use this YOLO mindset. You know, you only live once. I'm going to tell this person I like them. Like, slow down there. Because this is a high-risk situation and the chance that this person may not like you back, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And that could be really embarrassing. And maybe this is just me and this is like a problem and someone's listening to this like, oh, okay, this is definitely a you problem because this is not what normal people go through. But personally, for things like that, 
things that may cause embarrassment or hurt or make your present life worse than it already is, that's not a time when you should say, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I have specific experiences with this type of thing that I will not share on the internet, but yeah, just making those types of decisions, you really have to proceed with caution. You have to make sure you're 100% sure and you don't want to worsen the quality of your current life, even if it doesn't affect you later on. So I think that's where I would draw the line at the you only live once mindset because there's a time when you need to be sure about your decisions and there's a time for fun, silly, spontaneous decisions. I think that was the whole point that I was trying to make throughout this 30 minutes I've been talking. But I think the main reason, which I kind of already talked about, but I wanted to delve more into this, the main reason we're afraid to take risks besides this embarrassment that I just discussed, but this main reason we're afraid to take risks and say, you only live once, just do it. Fear of rejection and fear of embarrassment or maybe even social anxiety. I talked about the fear of embarrassment, how that specific situation of telling someone you like them romantically, for me, is a really embarrassing thing and that's why I would not be spontaneous. I would not say you only live once. I would not do that without thinking. I talked about that, but I feel like I haven't really discussed this fear of rejection. When you're going in for a job interview or you're applying to a college or you're asking someone on a date like I just mentioned or you're auditioning for something, whether that be maybe a modeling job, a play, um, what else are there auditions for? Maybe um, like a musical performance, whatever it is, all of these things have the risk of rejection. And I think these are high risk situations for everyone. You know, applying to college, that's high risk. There's a high risk of getting rejected, which may deter people from applying and saying, you know what, I'm just not going to apply without thinking about it. I want to make sure there's a chance I could get in. And I feel like that's what stops a lot of people from living up to their true potential because they're afraid of all the bad things that could happen. They're afraid of being rejected. A job interview. You go into a job and you think, oh, it's so competitive. There's no way I'm going to get this job. And that's what stops a lot of people from even applying. So the fact that you got to the interview, you got to the application submission, you got to asking that person on a date, you made it on time to the audition. The fact that you just did that is something to be proud of because it says, you know what, even though this is a risk, I'm doing it. And even though this is a high risk situation where I normally wouldn't say, you only live once, just do it. I'm just going to take that chance. You have to ask yourself the worst that can happen. What is the worst that can happen in a job interview? You don't get the job. So that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's a bad thing, but it's not like, oh, that's really bad. College, you don't get accepted to the college. The person on a date says they don't want to go out with you. Um, you don't get the role or the gig for your audition. All of these things, yeah, they're disappointing and they're going to upset you right now. But you'll never know unless you try. You have to take these risks. You have to vary your life. And maybe you're not just saying you only live once and doing it without thinking. 
but it is stepping outside your comfort zone. It is taking that you only live once mindset and using it to help you step outside of your comfort zone and conquer this fear of rejection and just try. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons this YOLO mindset is so important because it helps you take these risks. I was talking about embarrassment and social anxiety. Everyone is so afraid of being judged. We don't want other people to judge us. Something I'm doing right now that I'm trying to do spontaneously, even though to me it's high risk, raising my hand in class, even if I'm wrong. I think I told this story or maybe mentioned the specific or general idea, but for me, I don't like to raise my hand in class unless I know I'm right because it's just embarrassing for me if I get it wrong. And again, that's just me personally. In general, is it embarrassing if someone answers a question wrong? No. But that's kind of a part of my social anxiety and me worrying, oh my god, everyone's going to think I'm so dumb. Well, this year I'm taking AP Physics. And let's just say my teacher really likes to call on people when they don't have their hands up. So he called on me and... First of all, I had kind of been zoning out because I was like, okay, I literally have no idea what's going on. I need to teach this to myself in a way that makes sense. So I'm just not going to listen because I just have no idea what's happening right now. So I'd been zoning out. Then he calls on me and I swear to God, I had no idea what to say. I was like, uh, uh, for what must have been like 20 seconds. I was staring at the board like, oh my god, Mila, say something, just think. And I got it completely wrong. Completely guessed, got it completely wrong, the answer wrong. And you know what? It was embarrassing in the moment, but I took that risk. I mean, I had to answer, but I took that risk and I went outside my comfort zone. The worst that could happen, I got the answer wrong. No one remembered it after a day. So that's something I've been trying to do spontaneously to conquer this fear of embarrassment. Something else I've been doing, which I talked about these little anecdotes in my last episode, Thrifting Tips and Tricks, I've been trying to compliment strangers. The worst that can happen when you compliment a stranger is they won't hear you or they won't say thank you or they'll just give you a dirty look or something because they're like, why is she talking to me? But most of the time, If you compliment someone, they're going to say thank you and they're going to be appreciative. I know that when strangers compliment me, it truly makes my day. I mean, it really just brings a smile to my face. Something else I'm trying to do, make eye contact with people. I hate eye contact and I'm bad at eye contact, but I have this little game where I work. When I serve customers, I try to make eye contact with them until they look away. I want them to look away first. And, you know, you may think, okay, that's creepy. For me, it's helping me get over this fear of embarrassment. Like, oh, I hate looking people in the eyes. This really kicks in my social anxiety. Just making that eye contact, complimenting strangers, raising my hand in class, even if I'm wrong. All of these things are helping me take risks. They're helping me get that little adrenaline rush. And they're powered by this you only live once mindset. I don't have time to sit around and not take 
risks like that. I don't have time to sit around and be scared to compliment a stranger. You know, life is too short for that. You need to do those little things. And these are examples of those spontaneous things that have low risks attached to them. Like the worst that can happen isn't even very bad or very scary. So just doing these little things, trying to tackle the fear of rejection, those are important. Apply to a college, even if you don't think you can get in. Conquer that fear of rejection. And hopefully this YOLO mindset, you really only live once, can help you. You never know what's going to happen. There's the worst case scenario, but there's also the best case scenario. And oftentimes we think of the worst case scenario before we think of the best case scenario. And that's something I'm trying to work on. And whoever is listening to this, I feel like it's something we all can work on as well. Usually, you will be proven wrong in these types of situations when you're taking these risks. Something isn't going to be as embarrassing as you think. Maybe you get the job. Maybe you manage to pull that audition. You never know what's going to happen unless you try. Unless you say, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. That kind of rhymed. So, that is all I have to say about this. I know this episode was very chaotic. I think I got myself together. Like, I was like, okay, let me just collect myself. So, hopefully the last 20 minutes made sense. I don't even know what I was talking about in the first 20 minutes. Um, I don't think I'm going to listen to it or edit any of it because I want it to be authentic. So, yeah, if the first 20 minutes didn't make sense, then that was just me and that's just what happens. I literally zone out the whole time I'm making an episode or recording. So yeah, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time.